0: I'm Behomet. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to the Monologues.
1: This time on the Monologues, we have Red Dead Online from Rockstar Games and a trio of beers from Colorado. With Pug Ryan's Deadeye Dunkel Lager, outer ranges in the glades ipa and the biggest can in the world from dylan dam brewery with their wilderness wheat beer why do we have so much beer man this is a bit ridiculous (laughs) oh
0: my gosh and i've been waiting for these so essentially (laughs) since we like this whole like well we talk about transparency and all this stuff man we brought these back these are smaller breweries i don't I We know with our time frame it would have been a month and a half to spread this out, you know, an episode per beer, but I wasn't going to come back from Colorado empty-handed. Mm-hmm. So that was back in like the end of May, right? Yep. So I tried to get a little different style. That's why you've got the Dunkel, you've got the IPA, you've got the wheat. And hey, just real quick, let's get this nonsense out of the way. If you guys aren't, if you can help us out, follow us on Facebook,
1: Instagram, uh, at the monologues, any of that stuff, if you could, please. And don't forget wherever you're listening to us at, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, give us a like, come on, you know, you want to. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know like it's so much work, like myself,
0: like people's like, Hey, like, will you get on there and look like that? Like, oh, man, I guess I get, I get it. I a hundred percent get it, but we do like to see it and have the feedback. It helps us out, especially the comments, the private messages. I've been getting a few more of those here and there. Uh, usually it's people I've ran into. So I think they feel a little more comfortable because they've, I want to say a friend, maybe an acquaintance, maybe. Someone they just have visually seen, so it's easier. But the, I love it. Give me the messages. Give me some feedback. We absolutely love it over here. Uh, so, yeah, no, we have a crap ton of beer. And the craziest thing is you're not kidding about that can. Uh,
1: from a 32-ouncer, man. It's a it giant the, yeah. can. Yeah, 32-ouncer. Yes. Take a look at that. Hey. Why? Why? From what the, is the purpose?
0: Dude, the day <laughs> we started this podcast, we, this has been in the works to get a lot of beer jammed into one episode where – Maybe we won't be able to finish recording, or the editing on this is going to be horrible by the end. Thanks. I don't know. (laughs) I
1: I appreciate that because that, yeah, that's not going to be fun no let's try. <laughs> we'll do our best man
0: maybe at the, maybe we'll just pass out and it'll just be recording for hours anyway <laughs> so here we are with these three beers let's do our normal thing uh, oh and I, I would like to point this out too so we picked red dead online and i just want to make this super clear right now we are not trying to tap into red dead 2 story mode i think that game's amazing we won't get into that with all this beer we have to kind of chew through or drink technically uh <laughs> Don't want to mess with the story mode on Red Dead 2. We're just tackling the online side of this.
1: For sure. We wanted something that was something that really probably didn't need a review. I mean, Red Dead Online's really well known. We just wanted to give our takes to what are we seeing with the online portion. Neither one of us, I don't think, spent a ton of time in the online before. I don't know that you played online before at all. Nope, uh, I did start a uh, character in online, but I'd never really got pulled into it. Um, and, and so this was a chance for both of us to kind of sit down and go back since we love both of us, I think love the story mode for red dead Two um, so much. What does online have to offer? That is. In addition to just the story mode for Red Dead 2.
0: Right. And if you guys didn't catch that name and all the multiple beers we had to scroll through, the <laughs> pairing kind of came, I think, I believe it was your idea when I talked about maybe a Western game because of the whole Pug Ryan and the Dead Eye Uncle, which Dead Eye fits perfect if you played any of the games. It is your slow mode ability, even in the online portion. Mm-hmm. So- I would like to say this little tidbit—it's kind of fun, interesting stuff here. Couldn't find a whole lot about it, but Pug Ryan's name actually comes from an outlaw that robbed like the Denver Hotel in Breckenridge, I believe, in like 1898. I think that's correct on the year. But it was uh, the guy's name; his nickname was Pug Ryan, and that's this outlaw that they kind of did this brewery over. But it wasn't just him; it was uh, his real name's Arthur L. Scott. His nickname was Pug Ryan. But he had three dudes, I guess, helping him. And it was Dick Manley, Dick Bryan, you know, double dicking on this. And also Fred Wilson. So the kind of random Fred Wilson got snuck in there, too. That's right. knows how that happened. You ready to pour?
1: All right. So we're starting with that. Yeah. All right. Dead
0: Eyed Dunkle, which, dude, I don't get to use the Infinity Gauntlet. So, yeah, a all bit cans. Sad. All cans.
1: All all cans. These are all small time brew uh, brewers, and these are all brewed right there at you know in house. So these are all cans that are um, you can tell not like mass produced cans. These all have like sticker labels put on them. They aren't printed labels. You know these are you know very homemade. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm only mentioning that to say I I noticed that two of my Hug Ryan Dunkles, uh, the Dead Eye Dunkles, they. They seem to have held out pretty well, but one of them, the seal may have failed on. Because it is quite a bit squishier than the other two, I recommend uh-huh. you drink that one first. <laughs> you, I recommend <laughs> I'm not going to try that one, and I'm going to go for one of the ones that's uh, a little bit yeah. more firm. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we, you know, we've went
0: to a few breweries here and there, and it it takes a lot to get into the bottling and canning. It's an expensive feat. I mean, 100%. most of the breweries I know use just use growlers. You you pay a five dollar deposit, you get it back if you take the growler back, and that's just what I've seen. I don't know how everybody else does it. When I was there in Colorado, this is just what they offer for me if they had growlers i probably would have brought it it back in growlers i don't know that it would have held as well because you know it's been a month and a half out
1: yeah it definitely would not have held right i
0: don't think it would have been good so i'm kind of glad they did have you know some packaging for this stuff so i have my dunkel poured and since i didn't have my infinity gauntlet with all these cans I uh I poured it in my Star Wars glass. That's gonna have to do for now.
1: Did you bring a trio of, of Star Wars glasses? No, I was going
0: to. I have four total. Uh, and two of them are dirty. And I just went, you know what? I'm not gonna two for three this thing. So I just grabbed some regular glasses. Past that.
1: So that's a pretty good dark brown color. It's uh almost like a um red like a red lager yeah a
0: little lighter than a red i mean not like i guess i should say a little browner than a red i've seen yeah, a little, little bit more red a little content. browner than a red
1: yeah but it definitely has some red to it it smells really good at least mine does it does it does not smell bad at all it smells really decent
0: no mine's pretty good it actually doesn't have anything super strong in it standing out mine's real mellow real smooth yeah it's just generally mellow yeah yeah Like, I could see that. I wonder how, if it warms up, how that will taste. I could almost see that being just easy to drink, even if it warms up a little bit. Did you catch a chunk from that broken seal can? No, I just don't know how to drink. (laughs) I got a drinking problem. (laughs) Oh, man. And so, you know, with this dead-eye dunk, I can tell you right now, and we're going to probably talk more about the beers because we have so much to go through. Uh, I actually don't think that's too bad. Um
1: I would say it's a tad flat though.
0: Yeah. And I and bet that's because of their canning process
1: not having, yeah. you know, the, what some places are probably going to have. I'm imagining that's probably why that one's a little bit squishy, is just because whatever canning process they use, they just weren't able to seal in enough carbonation to keep the beer, you know, right. fully carbonated.
0: So uh, I wanted to, you know, we, we have tried to bring up food when we can and I've missed a few opportunities. And I'm not going to go back and revisit them. They were supposed to be paired with certain episodes. I had a pretty good seafood hoagie for Call of the Sea episode. <laughs> And they didn't get talked about. So I'm just going to save it for another episode that we land on that involves, you know, probably the ocean or sea or something that terrifies me. So I'll wait for that. But I will talk about the food I had while I was in Colorado. So I stayed in Silverthorne, and Dylan was like right below it. And then, you know, a ways away was Frisco. And that's where really all these beers come from. And so Pug Ryan was actually the first one we went to. Love the atmosphere of the three. I think it was the most down to earth fun atmosphere, honestly. And the food, I never order this. And this is kind of funny. It's, Fish and chips. I never order fish and chips ever. Dude, yeah. they killed it. They absolutely killed it. Not. I'm not even a big tartar sauce fan. I could not tell you other than the fact I was on vacation. Tartar and, you know, sauce? I tried, yeah. Seriously? Big, yeah, I'm not, not a big fan.
1: I mean, I, I would have gone with some vinegar, but you know.
0: Well, so here's the thing. Uh, I just wanted to do something completely different than I normally do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I went, hey, fish and chips. And they brought the, the tartar sauce out for me. It. it was amazing. Yeah. Super good. Like, could not believe how good it was. Yeah. So at least there's that little tidbit. And I might cool. actually try to make that sometime now. I don't even, I'm going to look up some good tartar sauce because theirs was really good.
1: Yeah. The boys really like tartar sauce, Uh, you know, every now and then Brandy will make them some uh, some fish sticks and stuff and Brandy makes them some pretty decent tartar sauce. So I'll have to get her recipe. I oh, wish we would have do. said that before because I would actually would have grabbed her recipe uh, yeah. because she does make a really decent tartar sauce. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. No, for <laughs> sure.
0: And so, you know, while we kind of, let's kind of drink through this one and we'll talk a little bit about Red Dead Online and where to start.
1: Sure. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I mean, because I think I think as we go, the, the point of this one, this episode is not really to spend a ton of time talking about um, Red Dead. I mean, this is kind of our way to give back to some really, really small breweries. I mean, these are places that are not distributing at all. So, the only way you're going to have this beer is to go to this place. Right. Other than that, you're not getting it. You know, this is our effort for you to, to see what else is out there and for us to kind of convince you to get out there and travel and see- what else is out there in the country? Because places are doing it right. Um, and so far, um, you know, Pug Ryan seems like they're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Oh, and they opened
0: up in, it looks like 1996 is what I'm seeing. So they've been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, of nice. the three, before we get to the other ones, we're going to get into the game. But I will say this. They are one of the older ones. Uh, compared, you know, of the three. They're they they're like right in the middle, actually, I think. But all right, so I'm going to coin your phrase, sir, dive in, if you would, for Red Dead Online. How did we start out with
1: this? So, Red Dead Online. How do we start out talking about Red Dead Online? So, you might have to start this one. When I jumped oh, yeah. into it, I didn't go back through the tutorial system because I already had a character created from way back in the Day, whenever you know, we first got the game, and uh, I'd already played through the tutorial part, and so I don't even recall that portion of it. But I do remember there is a tutorial that introduces you to how online mode works, how your Deadeye functions inside of the online world because it is different than story mode, and then generally just how you get around uh, throughout online play, what your different um, people are that you interact with, how you get quests, things like that. It kind of gets you, uh, you know, started off in the world breaks you out from jail and get you going
0: well yeah i'll say so uh, you're right you did start way way long ago and kind of played for a little bit before we before we were going to do this review so yeah so what i can um recall you know it was a couple weeks ago we, i started this yeah you're in a jail cell and you can pick between you know guy girls rpg you make your character you know and this is set in god like early 1900s late 1800s uh,
1: i want to say it's after the storyline that you go through with um morgan it's like okay so, yeah so So, that was set in, uh, what, 1899 or something like that? Yeah, Um, I was going to say, it's right on that precipice of the new century. And that's mm kind of something they talk about. But we won't,
0: you know, I digress. (laughs) So, (laughs) with you're in this jail cell and you make your character. And like you said, you essentially are getting accused of this crime. uh, Or they kind of play it up like you're set up for this crime. It's not something you actually did. And a lady busts you out by proxy of her her guy. Busts you out and you meet with her. And she kind of gives you this quest to get back for the, the death of her husband essentially. And that's kind of like the loose storyline of online, Um, at least where it starts anyway. And then, you know, it's, we played Red Dead too, and so it's going to be hard not to kind of bring up some of that stuff, but to just look at it, you know, under a microscope and just try to veer away, zoom in and kind of veer away from the story mode. You're a cowboy. You're a, you know, it's outlaw. I mean, yeah, you're an outlaw. I mean, yeah, you're like an outlaw uh, trying to make your way and you, you have to make decisions and choices and, you know, you have guns. It's a, the graphics are great on this
1: game. I mean, I can't. So it's everything that is in story, the story mode with graphics and gameplay. I mean, it's all there. Like if you enjoyed the way that the the gameplay felt and looked for story mode, you'll feel right at home inside of online. It it, it goes together really well. All of that is there and you can just get lost in that world. um, Oh, yeah. Because it's so scenic. And it it changes, it varies, you don't have to go very far to get a different view or to get a different terrain, get a different set of uh, wildlife around you, however you want to play it, it's all there. And it's so captivating. It is.
0: Oh, my gosh. Not we. This is not a movie uh, review podcast, but I remember watching Hateful Eight <laughs> and then playing the beginning of the story mode. And this online does the same thing. It just like sucks you in and makes you feel like you are in that environment. That's like one of my number one highest rated things about this game is that it puts you there. You feel like you are there and it does it really well.
1: Yeah, I mean even without the story it still manages you to put you there. I mean just right. because of the way it looks and feels like it pulls you it draws you in that the graphics pull you into that that game. It it just even though you're not playing, I mean you can play in first person view. I never do. I play I do. in the third person view. But even without playing in first person view, it it sucks you into being right there. I don't know if playing in first person view would help you in any aspect of the game like say um, trying to hunt or trying to, uh, shoot targets or something like that, uh, where you may have a different, better, a, a little bit better perspective on uh, your, target. Um, but I always tend to go for that third person view. And even then you still feel like you can see so much. It's just so detailed and yeah, none of it, um, None of it washes out. It's so vibrant, you know? I mean, they do such a good job that
0: w- with a mix of how your character moves to not seeming too fake, it's it's not – I mean, it feels a little bit sluggish and slow, but it's, it's enough that it's, like, the right way where it does make you – you know, there's some realism to, like, getting on a horse, skinning creatures and putting their pelts on your horse. There's some, like, real, somewhat, compared to most games, realistic nature to it. No, it's – I mean, it's still a video game, so – you know, but it does it may it captivates you. Like I told you the other day when Bailey worked, I got down on this game for a little bit and I was like, Man, I'm gonna
1: pop in Hateful Eight and drink a beer.
0: Like it, <laughs> it makes me want to be in that Western esque world, like the right. whole outlaw world.
1: Yeah if you're ever curious about how realistic this game can sometimes look when you're galloping on a horse and you just happen to run or a rabbit just happens to run across the track that your horse is running on and your horse kicks it in the head, watch the rabbit's body to see what it does. It is so realistic. You couldn't like differentiate whether or not you actually just kicked a rabbit in the head with your horse. Like, it, I The first time playing story mode and I saw that happen, I remember thinking, oh, wow, that looked like it just happened in front of me. And it still does to this day. Like playing again on online, it brought me right back there running down, you know, I was running down a game track. And all of a sudden, the rabbit darted out in front of me and my horse kicked it. And the rabbit flopped over and it was just like the way they'd managed to put that level of realism into this little, little pixelated creature. Yeah. Uh, it was just amazing.
0: I was going to save this story for later and I won't get into the full details of it, but you telling me about that rabbit getting kicked. I thought you were going to go into the story I was telling you about <laughs> with Z. So my son, unbeknownst to me, joined my world on Red Dead Online. And I was actually on the phone with you. Yeah. And I said, holy crap, dude, I got to go. Z's on here too. Like, what is he doing? And I, We'll get more into the issues of this game. But one of the issues I've had was playing with other people on an online game, which is never a good thing.
1: Yeah. And we'll tackle
0: that. Issues, yeah. But people can join my world all day long for some reason. So Z joins me. I tell you, I got to get off the phone. And I'm trying to, because I saw on one of the matchmaking, you know, like some of these quests that they pull you to. They, it's almost like an instance in an MMORPG or something like that. You, you queue for it almost. Yep. They group you with three other people. Go to matchmaking. Right. It even says matchmaking. So you're in free roam running around. You come across one of these quests where you do matchmaking uh, for like one of these quests, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I had seen somebody hop on the back of my horse and I was like, God, I didn't know you could do that. So I was like, okay, cool. So Z joins the world. I'm like, man, I don't have my headset plugged in yet. And so I just go, okay, I'll just try to hop on the back of his horse i I get my headset plugged in wherever he wants to go. I'll just go along with him. I mean, you know, my son's wanting to play a game with me, and this doesn't happen all the time. I was like, heck yeah, he was at his mom's house. And so I, my character will not mount the back of his horse, but I do kneel down behind him. And the event that came next looked like a gosh dang tragedy. That horse, horse kicked me in the goddamn dome. And my body went into convulsions and I started dying laughing. I was like losing it. But my body was flailing around on the ground and I was like, what the heck? And so this, I was—I didn't even know like how he, I didn't know he could just join my world without any like, you know, permission from me just because we're friends on, you know, Xbox. Like well, he joint jumped into my world and his horse mutilated me. His, his <laughs> horse murdered me because I knelt down behind it when I was actually trying to get on the back of it. Yeah, crazy. So I finally get my headset plugged in, and I'm like, "Dude, did you see that?" I'm like, dying laughing. He's like, "Yeah, my horse just killed you." He's like, "No, he, wasn't even, he was funny. He didn't even care." He's like, "Yeah, no, don't." Almost like a, "Yeah, don't stand behind the horse." You you kneel down behind a stranger's horse. Like, why would you do? That? He was like, "So he was just like so, you know, just mellow about it. You know, nonchalant." Like, "Yeah, my horse just kicked you in the dome. Why don't you not stand back there?" And so I was like, "Okay, so we got to rolling around, and you know, we like we we did a couple hideout clearings and stuff, and." I love the shooting and gun battles on this game. Um, I just think they do a killer job with it. And I would be riding my horse and my son would just lasso me and yank me off the horse. And it flags, if someone joins your world, it flags them as an enemy, as red. And so then we had to run right. around for- a, If they're
1: hostile, it does. It,
0: he yanked me off the horse. So then flagged, he becomes hostile. Yeah. And it, then it'll flag him. Yeah. It did. It flagged him. And then so like- my guy, if they, him, I was like, we were in gun battles until he finally cleared. I kept wanting to like auto aim somewhat to him. I'm like, no, 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 don't shoot him. Like, you know, like
1: yeah. the whole time. So that is one of the other side effects of being online. I, I ran into not like a, my kid tried to kill me with his horse type thing. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I did run into other people, uh, of course, because you're playing online. So you run into other people and a lot, most of the people either didn't care about you or fine, but. Sometimes you would run into dicks because people are dicks. <laughs> yeah, cuz that's um, the world we live in, right? Right. And so uh, at one point I ran into somebody. I was just looking at my map. So I wasn't looking at anybody. I was looking at my map and some dude just came running up and uh while I was looking at my map shot me in the head. Killed me. So Are you kidding me? Yeah.
0: No. Yes. Uh. Happy. That's, I guess that's one good thing about the messy, crappy, glitchy notion on my side is unless someone joins me, I didn't really see people unless I did matchmaking yeah. or someone joined my world. Dude,
1: I like never saw nobody at like free roaming. Hmm. See, I, I saw quite a few people occasionally, but uh, yeah, so the guy shot me. And so, you know, of course I hit respawn, whatever. I was like, well, that's stupid. So I just hit my respawn, Um, came back up. And then uh, I came back up and I realized, well, I'm not that far away from this dude. I better at least be looking out for him. Sure enough, he comes hauling ass back at me. And so, okay, I whip out my rifle and I just unload on him. I'm like, okay, is this going to be the way it is? Like, I've got to get out of this place because this dude's going to just try to kill me. And yeah, I mean, like literally I had to leave that area because anytime- he was like camping on you. Yeah. I mean, he was just going to try to kill anybody that was there. I mean, that that was how he was getting his rocks off. So, I mean, that's- that's one downside. <laughs> that's a good of, way to put that. I mean, the, that's that's what he was doing. I mean, that's the downside of playing this type of game online. It, I think this was a downside, even of their um, Rockstar's uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. You know, you can just freely kill people, and there's not a there's not a real consequence to it. Or like a zoning. That's I. So like you you lose you lose um, and it doesn't really. I don't know that it necessarily affects you in any way. But you lose uh, your so you you have a whether you're a good guy or a bad guy. There's like that little meter on the bottom. Yes. I don't I don't know if that's your reputation or whatever. I didn't catch what it was called. But I with everything always tend to go. I tend to be a good guy. I'm the knight in shining I do normer. the same thing. I just that's yeah. I mean, this is typically how I tend to play. Um, so if you start killing people randomly, I. I Assume your only penalty is that goes down. Um, But if that's your goal, what penalty is that? Right. Um, And there's things
0: they could do better. And this was kind of my uh, inner thoughts about this was I kind of brainstorm solutions for when I run into things I don't like or problems. And other people have done things like this better in in the world of you can mark yourself for PVP and open yourself up to full combat. uh, So people can't unless you do that, they can't just kill you. Or if you instigate, then you're flagged or even zoning areas like. That, from what I could tell, doesn't really exist.
1: And that's how they treated their uh, your campsite. That was the only safe zone. The flag, right? You have a flag in your camp, oh, and yeah. you can—if you raise the flag, nobody can attack you in your camp. You lower your flag, people are free to attack you in your camp. But that's your only safe zone. Okay. That's that's literally it. So I I don't know. I I don't quite agree with that system, but you know, it's whatever. You know, that's just one of the downsides of uh, I guess. Uh, this type of a game to me.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, essentially, like like I said, I do think there's things they could do to make it a little better. Um, yeah. You know, if your experience you're looking for is to just join up with people and not be shot in the head when you're looking at a map. I mean, they could still offer that for people that just literally have, a, you know, in the options, just mark yourself flagged or not for PVP, you know, right. You know, player versus player, and, that, and they could do that, and, and you and can they,
1: give rewards to say for PvP. You know, like if right. you want to, you can incentivize even PvP play. Right, like there are plenty of games that do this. Like you can have PVE alongside PvP and incentivize both routes. And I, I feel like when we come across these games, I usually wait for you
0: to have a big negative, and I try to come up with like a backstory of what the creators did. Like the Call of the Sea thing, like, you know, maybe the two cavalry didn't <laughs> ride right in till late. So I usually yeah. have these little stories I come up with that are just completely fictional, <laughs> you know, um, with no truth behind them. And I feel like in this one, it's more of a, just an opinion. The more I looked at this game, the feeling I got or the vibe I got was simply they were trying to give people that really enjoyed Red Dead 2 – they were trying to give those people a chance to live out their own story in the exact same setting. And so they took the map, they took everything, and they just overlaid it with with some online options that I think maybe didn't um, necess- if like if this game had been made from the beginning on its own to be online, I think that stuff would be more fluid. Did you? But I think because they took the programming, they took this game, and then overlaid a bunch of online shit, I think it just has some hiccups. I mean, every time I tried to join your world, I got error codes. And every time I read anything online about it, it was like, welcome to the club. Get Just saddle in. There's no fix.
1: You know? Psst. So did you uh, did you play Grand Theft Auto 5 I did not uh, or okay so GTA 5 and uh, the online because that's what they did with that as well um, but that that came before this right. what they did is essentially try to copy that uh, they had success in GTA online and said how do we do that for Red Dead? Honestly, I think
0: if you take our our, it's amazing giving you options and having this like the captivating scenery and stuff. What it can do for the time, for, it's like a timepiece. You know, you're setting this time frame. Like when we play Elder Scrolls, or you do, you know, you're doing these things as these big open world. You're gonna do stuff that you can't normally do in real life. Mm -hmm. And so this is like a timepiece. And so like like I said, my opinion is that this is great. Like if they could, if they can nail this down correctly, if you'd have made Red Dead 2 and instead of being Morgan with this awesome storyline, you were your own person. Like that's essentially kind of like what I, and that's just my opinion. It's like what I felt like they were trying to do is give you this experience of you're your own person in this setting, this amazing setting. And I don't think it's a bad
1: idea. I just, yeah, I think they maybe could have done it. And put more time into it and made it better but if you're going on that idea then right isn't the way to best execute that then exactly what they've done in that I mean, there are no start. laws and people can go up and just shoot you in the face while you're reading a map that's exactly what could have happened back well, then okay. well so look at it right with yes. zero consequence he could have walked up you're standing in the middle of a, a, a road oh i'm sure nobody's around
0: consequences. oh okay yeah but, yeah nobody's I, around nobody's there is... you're out in
1: the middle of nowhere Dude just walks up, shoots you in the face. What's going to be done? Right. N- not must. Inv- well,
0: uh, what do they call that? Frontier justice, boy. That's what would have been done. That guy's family on. <laughs> <beheading. laughs> sure. That's frontier justice, son. No, what I'm saying is, in the gaming world, did they execute this the best way possible? Did they take... I think they did it the no. cheapest way possible. I think they went, yes. let's give... They made another game using 90% of the other game. Like They, they yes. tried to give... And it- it's like a three-part thing. They said, let's give someone the ability to make their own story. Let's give someone the ability to play online. And let's just use everything we already have, practically. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I mean, And I'm not really dogging on them. I mean, maybe I would have done the same thing. I'm just saying, you maybe didn't have as many error codes as I did and stuff. But that was frustrating. What we spend trying to play together? Like three or four hours?
1: Yeah. That's maddening, dude. Yeah, it was a bit rough trying to get to play with you. I couldn't see why that was such a difficult thing to, to get, to be able to team up. Like I spent the $200 to form the, the the $200 in game. Let's be clear. Right, right. For sure. (laughs) Listen, money bag, slow your roll. uh, To, uh, you know, to, to form the posse, you know, and so that we could start uh, running quests together and stuff like that. You know, we thought that was going to be the hardest part of the whole thing. And then it turns out, no, the hardest part was just the whole like rigmarole that we had to go through just to get me to be able to invite you to my posse. Like I had to join your world and then reform my posse and then invite you to my posse. Like it was yeah. such
0: a, it was such a bass backwards thing. Well, and I don't like how, you know, he brought this subject up I, and I want to say right now, a lot of this idea I like, I don't want it to sound, you know, like, Oh F this game. Like, I'm not saying that it's the worst game ever. And I'm not even saying it's a bad idea. I'm just saying, I think there's a numerous things for the money behind this. I mean, we're talking about this is one of our biggest, you know, best or like highest produced game. You know, like this is one of the biggest companies we've touched. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? And I think
0: they could have definitely put more. This is not new. Online is not new. So why am I still having error codes that people on threads online are still saying aren't being fixed? That's a problem to me. And you brought up the posse thing. I love the idea. But why is it if I go offline, I'm still I'm not in your posse anymore? That's the way they set it up. I think it should have worked more like a a gang or a, something you join. You have to choose to not be in any longer or you sure. as a, or you as the leader could have kicked me out. Right. Because then that would get that, that like to me, that's an incentive to play together is like we got this gang and you know we'll be known online as this gang, the monologues or whatever that we name our posse <laughs> slash gang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that to me
1: would have made more sense. Definitely. It would have. Yeah, I did not like their their posse uh, system. Uh, you could only have four posse members, which is fine. Like, if you can only have four people roll with you at a time, that that's all good, whatever. But I should be able to have however many people in my roster as I want, and however many people are in my group is a different concept. Yeah. The fact that they can't divorce those two things in their gameplay is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah
0: yeah and then what would happen is i would ha- I would jam up on an error code we'd have to I'd have to log back in or whatever I'd already be logged back in. you'd have to rejoin my world or reinvite me to your posse yeah, <laughs> it was like so much shit just to get the play together and I know not everybody is experiencing those issues, but I did yeah you know, and really the closest thing i saw saw to like any solution was to uninstall and reinstall the entire game and I, they didn't even sound like that fixes it. that
1: just might fix it right. So that's, that's a lot of data to have to download. I mean, even at my internet speeds, a hundred and what, 24 gigs. Isn't that what it is? It's a lot lot of data.
0: So I would like to take a, and I don't know the intermission is the right word. I would like to segue into the next beer. If you're ready, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. So as before we open up, we're going to go next into in the glades IPA. Now I'm going to talk for a minute because I actually went there. And so my experience is gonna be a little different than yours. This brewery was in Frisco and it was a brew pub house, brewery house that had everything your any in- inner city kind of would want. Like, I mean, it had a coffee shop in the back, the brewery in the bar, the balcony overlooking at the mountains, and then this chicken restaurant called like Birdcraft that took a really weird take on chicken and it said Thai-ish. Chicken, you know, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, Thai ish. Like, instead of saying just, you know, Thai chicken, it was like Thai ish chicken. So, like, yeah. you know, it's kind of American take on it or whatever. Right. Food was awesome. Again, very strange. They had like some weird concepts, like thinly sliced like cabbage and stuff on their chicken sandwiches. I mean, there was a lot of weird, different stuff they did to it. And I can not even tell you all the flavors I was tasting, honestly. Like, there's some of the stuff they put on there. I'm not even sure what it was. It was delicious. I can tell you that yeah super good. so they're supposed to be specializing in i p a s which
1: is why I chose their i p a by the way so let me just crack mine open, yeah again, another kind of label printed can i even in mine, I can like see the bubbles from where the uh label did not like lay down perfectly on the can <laughs> so dude, and why are all these cans different sizes
0: <laughs> uh, that's the the dunkel you had this traditional twelve ounce can what is this one like a sixteen ounce this is a pint yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. all right. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I like, you know, whatever. Let's bring it. We'll we'll just, we're going to size up. We're going to go from biggest or from smallest to biggest. We'll try to tackle that wilderness wheat last. So, all right. I haven't tasted this yet. Mine's still. Uh,
1: apparently, I don't know how to pour.
0: Jeez. Is it dumping everywhere? No, I've got like a mile of, like a mile ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I hear some people like that, man. It's all good. <laughs> So, I'm actually going to let mine settle for just a second as well. Yeah. And so, this this of the three breweries that I visited, besides having like the chicken and the coffee shop in the back, I didn't try the coffee shop because we went in the evening uh, and didn't mix it with beer. And I had like, a, when I was there, I actually tried, they had a, if I remember, it, a blueberry stout that was 14% alcohol. It was extremely, uh, it was so rich, but you would only need maybe one and a half to get where you're trying to go. So, <laughs> for sure. You know, it did, <laughs> You know, it was all you would need was maybe share the second glass with somebody else, a stranger, a homeless person, like maybe share part (laughs) of it. I don't think two is necessary. I drank the one and was like, yeah, I need to, I need to eat some, some chicken real quick and like sit down for a minute. Like it was strong it wasn't bad, but you know, I didn't try their IPA. I was saving it for, for us, especially when the guy told me that's kind of what they specialize in. But this brewery was the youngest. I think I saw like 2016 is when this thing got started. So fairly new. Alright, well, I'm gonna give this a go.
1: You're gonna give it a go. I'm still waiting for my uh mist pour to to mind itself.
0: It smells really good.
1: Like I was gonna say, I, I've uh, kind of gotten a little bit of the foam
0: here. That's about it. And it's not bad. No, that's really good. Oh, and we didn't really I usually you bring up the color. So the other obviously the dunkel is dark clearly. It's
1: super hazy. Yeah. Like really hazy. Almost like a, without the pulp
0: orange juice, you know, like a pulpy Mm -hmm. orange juice where they remove the pulp, you know, like they got super blended at the last second. Yeah. I don't know that it makes sense to anybody but me, but
1: (laughs) that's fine. I I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's cloudy for sure. It does taste good though. Actually, I really enjoy this. I'm going to have a mustache. I mean, more than the mustache.
0: (laughs) Oh, sir. You growing out that beard again? You are going to get a huge beard?
1: We're going to see how long it goes this time. All right.
0: Yeah, where you just yeah. get
1: annoyed? Till I can get until uh, I get annoyed, yeah. Okay. We'll see how long it goes. It usually doesn't oh. make it too long.
0: Okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh yeah, I knew this guy before that every time his wife was pregnant, he grew out a beard. Yeah. He would not shave until she had the baby. And it was like this really like absurd thing where it's like, well, she has to be uncomfortable. So do I. And I'm just thinking like, I don't think that compares, man. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't know that that's enough, dude. I mean, unless you can grow a beard on your entire body that maybe weighs an extra 30, 40 pounds. I don't think you're cutting it, dude. Like I never told him that, but I was like, I mean, that's cool. I mean, do what you got to do, man. Teach her own. But I don't think your woman feels appreciated in that aspect, <laughs> but whatever. Um. Anyway, so back to the gameplay. So we did after several hours. I think it was at least three hours. We tried to set that up to play, and it does like being a outlaw, or you know, we were kind of good guys. But you know, being in this timepiece, it is weird. I think this game has something for everybody. You could say all day long, like you're not into that. You're not, you know, maybe if you're a gamer, you're like I like Call of Duty, and/or you know, I like you know, killing dragons or whatever. I think this game. If you, anybody gives it the chance, especially if your online stuff's not messing up, I think anybody could be intrigued by this and have fun with it. I really do. Uh, and I think it's just because it pulls you into it so well. Yeah. And if the online's working right, I mean, like we're riding around on horses and we're, I wanted to try so badly. And this is going to sound contradicting because we're like, yeah, we're good guys, but I did so badly want to try to rob a train with you. <laughs> well, that I was to one back of my goals. Man. Yeah, no, yeah? for sure. That was, that's one of my goals. Yeah. Cause in the story mode until you got the hang of it, that could be complicated sometimes.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely was. Oh, I know
0: something too, I did want to bring up also is um, I love, first off, I don't like micropayments and all that stuff. And you, you did see some of that in this game. They were really trying to sell yep. it on that real gold. Not a fan of that, but it's kind of weird. This one got me on the vanity stuff. I didn't buy or spend any money, but I love all the different stuff you can get for your horse and the different outfits. I don't, I've never cared so much about that stuff really, but this game I does didn't it even right. Look. For so- Oh, I did. I do. I always take care and I did it in the story mode too. I always do as much as I can for my animals. So do I. I, I mean, always look through all, all the right? saddles and all the, like the different hairstyles. And like, I, I do, I, I like that. I'm already
1: fully bonded with my horse. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome so, to me. Yeah. But so I like looked at all the stuff for them. And then when I got into that, then I got into looking for like, you look for outfits for your character. I mean, I was trying to fit the time. Like I wanted to be a badass cowboy, a badass outlaw in this piece for sure. (laughs) If I play that game more, you know, if we find the time and maybe if I can ever get those kinks worked out, like I will, like I'll be decked out for sure (laughs) before it's over. (laughs) You know, I'll have the embroidered guns, you know, like the design on the side of the guns, you know, I'm going to look slick on that game. One of these days. Yeah. Hopefully without real money. That's, that's not cool.
1: Yeah. So. They did make uh, it really difficult to get like the gold because you could earn gold by doing quests and you, you could do different types of quests to get the gold. You could do quests from strangers, which those were the ones you could complete by yourself. They were like timed quests. You had so many minutes to do quests to do the to do the task or whatever they wanted you to do. However, well you did on that quest would say would kind of uh, dictate how well you got paid in the end. Uh, we kind of noticed that because we we, <laughs> <laughs> we hard fucked up on some. <laughs> yeah, we
0: did. Yeah, so we did do that time quest. And man, what was the issue? What did we we like? Well, we let them get all the way into town. Yeah. I pulled up in front of them like they were going to stop if I pulled my gun out. No, the guy drew his gun. Then we had to chase him down, and you were way behind. Now I'm trying to shoot him off the caravan. Yeah. They made it all the way into the town, and then everybody's seeing you just onslaught murder. And we just got in talking about how, like, we're good guys, you know? <laughs> I'm like waylaying people trying to t- get this freaking caravan, just like mass killing inappropriately. But, like, I mean, they're seeing you like they're attacking you. You got to do something, you know? Right. There was definitely less consequences on the online versus the story mode for killing openly. At least that I've noticed it, yeah. because we didn't really have repercussions from that event. Whereas story mode, I feel like you have huge bounties on your head for that stuff.
1: Yeah. What, it, it seemed like once you got out of the event, like once you got out of the quest, whatever was going on, you pretty much got clear of. Um, I did end up having some bounties, but all my bounties were super low, like in the sense, like it would yeah. have five, six cents here or there. I had uh, a couple different bounties on different, uh, places but they were mostly like uh like aggression type things like i okay. ran my horse into somebody and so that was like an aggression thing like oh, it wasn't that, like i murdered somebody i just i, I know I someone couldn't you control my shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like me trying to mount a horse and getting horse kicked in the head and going yeah. into convulsions yeah i know someone else you ran into too you jackass <laughs> yeah there is that uh you can tell you work from home you don't know how to drive anymore i do not i I don't know how to drive i
1: don't know how to ride a horse i (laughs) rode my horse so badly i uh (laughs) crashed into you and killed myself yeah i don't know how i survived
0: i think oh your horse died too it was like a head-on collision i had to get (laughs) off i used my horse revive on your horse (laughs) Yeah. I probably lost Uh. I probably lost reputation with my horses like why the fuck are you helping that dude? (laughs) You know, like looked at me like what? But anyway, no, and so you know, cost. Uh, we, well, I had owned Red Dead 2 but I did notice this online's on Game Pass anyway. So you, Is could, it? Well, you yeah, it, you could have played it for free. It actually kept loading mine just off, and would say like you know, on Game Pass. So essentially, if you have the Game Pass right now, you can play Red Dead Online. I do, I do recommend giving it a, a go for sure, especially, especially if you've not played story mode. I highly recommend trying out the online maybe first, almost, and that could be that's just you know your own personal choice. But I could see it probably being a good uh entry into it before you do you know the story lo- storyline
1: uh cross platform and multiplayer do you want to say uh, i want to say that it's actually red dead online for pc is actually fairly cheap too right on um because they did separate it out and so you can get red dead online just for pc uh, for 20 dollars. okay yeah that's not bad it is multiplayer obviously because it's an online you know yeah
0: it's an online game you're gonna be you can definitely play multiplayer but uh, and so cross-platform so you have it pc uh, you have it on Xbox. Is it on PlayStation? It's not. It's not cross-platform. It
1: is multi-platform. Yeah, multi-platform. Excuse me. So it
0: does right. not. So your PC doesn't will not be on the same server as your no. consoles. Okay. Correct. That's good to
1: know. That is my understanding. I am uh, open to be corrected on that, but my understanding is. Um, that you are not able to actually play your same character from PC on console or vice versa. Gotcha. Um, There was a big push to get um, console players moved over to PC when they released the PC version of online, though. Gotcha.
0: And we both demoed it on Xbox, so there's that. Yep. Uh, storyline. There is some storyline, and there's some interesting characters. I think they do a good job of that, too. We didn't really bring that up. So, you know, mm-hmm. the tutorial, you pop out, you've kind of been given this uh, objective to meet with different people. And, th- and th- that kind of guide is almost who helps you learn some of the online features between, like, matchmaking and what Free Realm is. That's kind of their entry into it. I think that they do a good job. But I also think from the character you get to help shit your camp, and I, I, for the life of me, cannot remember his name. Crips. Crips. He had he had a pretty cool personality and you can you know you yeah. can deck him out too. Yeah, you can. Which I think that's freaking dope. I mean, if you're gonna have like a hillbilly servant, you gotta have him looking <laughs> slick. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. gotta take care of your boy over here ho- hooking up camp and stuff. And even like some of the other quests and storyline you come across, there's some characters. I think they just do a good job of these unique of the, and they could be completely inaccurate for the time. I don't know, but it makes you feel like it's what you would expect in that time.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, however stereotypical it may be, and however wrong it may be, it feels it's what we know. You yeah, know? it feels right for whatever that's worth.
0: And I'm gonna say this really quick. I, I don't know how you feel, but I'm really digging this IPA.
1: I definitely, definitely like the IPA. I like the APA more than the. Uh, uh, the Pug Ryan's.
0: Yeah. And I'm, and it worries me a little bit that that could be a can malfunction because mine did taste a little flat as
1: well. So, but yeah, but it also just didn't have a ton
0: of flavor. It didn't like, have, a
1: ton, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think it was more of a flavor. It, it was kind of just, uh, it was bland. It wasn't yeah. like, there was nothing that kind of pulled you out, uh, that made you, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't good. Somewhere it in was, the middle for sure. It was kind of middle of the road. Yeah. For there fusion- was nothing bad about it. Ford Fusion mediocre,
0: you know what I mean? For sure. And I'm sure, you know, we're never going to get a Ford endorsement, so I'm not really worried
1: about saying that. <laughs> Whereas this beer yeah. is definitely pretty good. Uh, I, I would say, yeah. I mean, as far as IPAs goes, pretty good. So, yeah.
0: It's it's leaning, it's getting up there in the, the great ballpark range, is what I will say.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I don't think I'm as big of an IPA fan as you are.
0: And that's a newer development, and it's it's kind of weird because there's some I still can't stand, and yeah. I'm not gonna am not gonna say they're you know who they are. I think that's inappropriate, but there's some I, I've tried that I remember not liking. I'm like, oh, I'll give them another go. Maybe my taste, my palate has changed into liking some of these beers. Nope, no. Yeah. There is only certain ones if they they get that too strong, and my wife says this hairspray back taste. Yeah. On the back end and they get yep. that real like overly done hairspray kind of bite in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not there, man. That's not for me. Yeah. But no, this one is good. And I still like my stouts. I actually, uh, <laughs> so, and I got to bring this up just cause I love this dude. So do you remember me telling you about, uh, my father-in-law's buddy that likes our show?
1: Uh, yeah, I remember
0: On our float trip, he, he brought some, he found it in Omaha. He found some of that left-hand nitrile milk stout in a can and brought some. So like one of the mornings we started our morning, like a goddamn champion with a coffee stout (laughs) for breakfast in the morning, which there was way too much drinking on that trip. But I thought that was super cool. So I still like my stouts, man. (laughs) I mean, you know, it is what it is. Oh. All righty, so let me see here. We have graphics and difficulty and a few other categories I don't think we've really touched into. I mean, the graphics we mentioned because they are, you know, it's Red Dead 2. They are great though.
1: So did did you do any of the, uh, you obviously did some of the matchmaking stuff then, right? hmm And did you do the matchmaking where you had to make choices at the end? Like, yes. And were you ever frustrated with the choice that your group made? Because it wasn't your choice. It was the group's choice as to right. what you did. So right. I had two. Do you do you have something to say, or do you want me to interject? No, go go for it. Okay. Yeah, because I'm just trying to get us into the com- the topic. Okay,
0: because I had two situations happen. Uh, yeah, two different occurrences. And the first one, everybody agreed. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's simple enough. Like we agreed Perfect. with the decision yeah. at the end. And I was like, cool. We awesome. move on. It's over. You get a little couple of dollars put in your bank account. and You feel good. Like, sure. Yeah, and I in those moments. Honestly, that was early on in playing online. I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty sweet. Right. And then the, another one I did, and this didn't end very bad. It just was at first frustrating because I didn't know where it was going to take us back to, but the ending decision, So you, you, you have these guys on these railroad tracks, right? Yep. Your decision is to leave them there or pull them off. The guy's like, yeah, let them die. And you, you know. Dude, the first time I did it, two of the four in my group, or me and one of the person of the four agreed, like, let's pull them off the tracks. Like, this is sadist shit. (laughs) Like, I don't need to murder these guys. They clearly are innocent. Like, they're not, or at least not that bad. Yeah. Well, before we could get through with the quest and the storyline, homeboy on my side pulls out a gun and just starts blasting them on the railroad tracks. And it goes, mission failed. And in my mind, my very first instinct was like, bro, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Like, we got to do that. (laughs) Because what I thought was, oh my. We have, God, mission failed. we have to do that whole thing over. No, this is yeah. something they did right. It just reloads the starting of the choice. Thank the yeah. Lord almighty. God bless that because I was kind of going to get mad. The second time around we all agreed and it was kind of weird. I couldn't tell if it's because we all agreed or they did the two four thing again, but somebody grabbed the main one and dragged him off the railroad tracks real quick. And so it just completed the mission in the way that I wanted it to go. And oh, I was yeah. a little bit confused when that happened as if was, did all four of us agree? Because didn't it didn't look like it, it looked like it looked like one of the dudes just grabbed the guy before all four could choose. And I don't even know how that's even possible. So I'm assuming we all four agreed. I'll default to that. Cause I'm not sure how, I don't think you can move during the choice. I, well, I don't know because yeah. the guy shot him. So, I mean, he ha- maybe, maybe he made the choice I, for us.
1: Okay. So that same mission, I did the exact same mission you did where we had to make the decision of whether or not we were going to let the train run over guys. And uh, so I had two problems come up with that. So when we first go in, you start off with four people. When we first started, we immediately had somebody drop. So we were down to three people. Well, those missions are tuned for four people. They're not tuned for three people. So there's more people there. There's more uh, the guys that you're fighting than what three people are meant to have uh, handle. So the first time it was a bit rough and we weren't ready to be three men in this mission. And we, all three of us died. Oh crap. <sighs> Our first time. So we had to, we literally had to restart the whole thing. The first time. I felt time like through. I was
0: the only one that I knew what I was doing because I lassoed the guy immediately and had him on my, and had him to go. Like well, I was so- on everybody else online.
1: So you have to like, you had to go clear out like the little barn or clear out the area with them first First, and then then you go catch them and then you take them up to the train track area. Right. Right. So that first section where you've got to go clear out that area, there's only three of us and there was just too many guys there for three of us to handle all at once. And so it took a little bit more of us laying back and pulling the guys out instead of, because we all just charged in because we were expecting four of us to be charging in with our guns blazing instead of three of us charging in with guns blazing. So there's, that, you know, when you lose one guy, that's one problem with matchmaking. If they don't immediately replace that guy, there's a problem. Okay. So then the second part of it is we go up to the, make the decision on the train track. Of course, I want to make the decision to pull the guy off. I'm the only one of the three of us idiots that are there that want to make that decision. The other two oh, want to no. let him die. I'm like, well, fuck me. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just going to let you guys get run over. So I got to sit there and watch this. Well, you know, I'm like, so there goes whatever good guy rating I was tra- trying to go after. So that was a little bit disappointing to me. The fact that other people's decisions affect my rating, not necessarily exactly how I'm trying to play the game.
0: Yeah. That's seeing, I didn't really run into that too much. Cause like I said, that other than the guy, just, you know, homeboy saying, fuck the railroad tracks i'm just gonna shoot them (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) which which i will i will say this because of the issues i had getting back into the game and understanding the controls he might have just been like me and like what what button is it to mount on my horse you know i just blasted (laughs) him i can't even be that mad about that because i know that that happens like how do i mount this horse oh i kneeled behind it thanks for the head kick you know what i mean like there was and i had those issues a few times just getting used to the controls again because that game is complex enough multiple buttons kind of work for different functions i mean they have to because of the like trying to put emotes in that game you have to hold one of the bumpers to work in an emote yeah they have to do that stuff because there's just so much so many commands that can be given and you're not working on a pc you're working on a controller and that's where that that's i didn't even bother to see if keyboard mouse worked for it either so i would think it would actually be uh easier to operate in my opinion not everybody feels that way but
1: yeah but i know that some games on xbox allow you to use keyboard mouse yeah Huh.
0: No, I wouldn't I I would bother think.
1: to take my keyboard and mouse out there.
0: But yeah, so you had a little bit different experience of that with me. And that actually brought up a good point. You know, we talk about difficulty before <laughs> before you got to, you know, those guys forcing you to commit such a terrible act of crime <laughs> before that. Um, you said something and about the sheriff th- obviously
1: knew about, it because you know, <laughs> right. The, you had to go talk to the sheriff to get that commission. Yeah. So. He didn't
0: care how it went either way. What a piece of shit that guy was. <laughs> just take care of this problem. I don't really care what's happening. Just get it fixed. He didn't give a shit either way. What a dirt. No, he did
1: because he didn't want him dead. It was the, uh, the, the rich dude that the, oh, the guy supposedly that, stole from was just
0: like, I'm sick of hearing about this. Take care of this. Well, he
1: didn't want to hear about it, but the, he was arguing with the rich guy. Ways too much. Yeah. <laughs> too much he was, Yeah. Too, too.
0: Well, the segue part of that that I was trying to, I want to bring up is that you said you three went in guns blazing thinking that there was four of you. This made me think something that I hadn't really thought about. The difficulty level in this game is perfect in a lot of ways. I don't felt like, I never felt like it was too easy or too hard. Yeah. Because I because I would die occasionally. I mean, you couldn't just go in guns blazing all the time and just come out a victor. You'd get shot and be dead. For sure. You know, it might look, it, it's how does that game decide where it's going to spawn you or load you? I don't, what no in clue. the world is that about? And that was on the story <laughs> mode too. Like yep. you could save it in your camp and there wasn't a designated range. You might, when you reload, when you get on, you might be 10 feet outside of your camp. You might be 75 feet. You might be north. You might be south. I don't, what is happening with that, that is so, I feel like that's more programming than just having you spawn where you saved. Like I, that always confused me. I know that's a little bit more about the story mode than online, but I just thought that Online was so does the random. same thing.
1: If you hit free roam, yeah, it so just random. goes, uh, your camp's about here. We're going to do some but, place in this giant yeah, circle here. What is there this you Jumanji go. you're dropping out of the sky <laughs> just at a random fucking spot?
0: like what i don't i never did understand that well that's fine whatever sir and i know that there are you know there are topics about this game that it's it's really hard to steer away from the story mode so i do apologize that we work that in you know but it's gonna happen i think i think there's no way to not kind of bring it up because it is somewhat of a copycat you know like i said they just mirror imaged it and then gave you some new stuff
1: yeah i mean it is what it is done with the second already
0: i am sir about there about there well, we can keep uh, chewing the fat off of this online game, which honestly, I don't think there's a whole lot of fat to chew. I do think it's a pretty lean. There's not a whole lot of issues. I think most of it just derives from, like I said, you know. and you're telling me that they kind of did that with Grand Theft Auto, so I'm sure they faced some of the same issues, I would assume.
1: Yeah. As far as what I know is the, the online issues that you and, or we experienced with uh, Red Dead are, is not unique to the Red Dead game. It, it's kind of a, a rock star hallmark for online games.
0: <laughs> for all- Online games, okay. Yeah,
1: like they just, you know, they know their shit when it comes to console, story mode games. When it comes to online, it's a new space for them.
0: Well, here, let's do this. Let's do a shout out for my boy here. You're a great problem solver. Hey, Let's do a shout out for you. Let's get the, get you hired on the <laughs> Rockstar Games. You can go in there. And you'll be the, you'll be the solution for some of their issues. No,
1: no, I don't want those problems. I got my
0: own problems. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I'm just saying, maybe there's you know maybe there's room to grow. With. You could just you know new job <sighs> t- opportunity. No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want any part of the gaming world. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a big market. And oh, I was going to say that actually earlier. So Rockstar Games, which I I feel like almost literally everybody's heard of, they are, uh, I think I read, which there was a couple like subsidiary companies they either absorbed or, or were originally became Rockstar Games, some some roundabout way. Uh, they are started in 98 and I believe in New York. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. the, the number I saw was they're worth like $5 billion.
1: It does not surprise me. They've been around forever and they've produced, I mean- Grand Big Theft Auto title alone Big is just massive. It's like the and Mountain then, Dew of the soda world. You know what I mean? Like it's just sure.
0: massive.
1: Right. And then yeah, all the other IPs they've got going on. It's it's a massive company. So this is not, I mean, like I said, you know, we picked a game specifically that didn't necessarily need a huge review because we had so many beers going on in this so one. So many it was, beers. <laughs> it was really more uh homage to uh, <laughs> The outlaw, uh, drunken beer lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope that uh, Pug Ryan, uh, with this dead-eyed dunkle, I'm gonna hope that he can uh, appreciate, you know, when he was guns blazing with the double dicks and Fred Wilson or whatever his name was, <laughs> you know, getting into the Denver <laughs> hotel. Double dicking it, <laughs> I'm hoping <laughs> you know we're giving that a little bit too, like because that's really as a, a pairings go to mash a beer in a game. I can only find so many things to relate, and uh, of course with three beers, I wasn't gonna tie them all in super well, unless we find a game that just involves getting obliterately drunk, which there is. I mean, there is a game uh, I have seen; it's an older one where your whole goal is to drink beers as they're coming down a conveyor. Really? Yeah, you bounce <laughs> up and down the lines trying to handle the beers as they come, and I can't even remember a oh, super old game.
1: Nice. I mean. In in the story mode, there's a well, and even in this, so in the story oh mode, there's a really good dude, are scene. You're gonna go of, there. Yep, yeah, I'm going to. Got to oh, you, man. It's, oh, dude, a really was like good my, scene. It's like my favorite. You're getting just obliterated in the uh, saloon. So. And then, did you go across the? um, Oh, the crazy uh, naturalist lady. Did you go to to become a naturalist? Yes. And she sprays you in the face with the crazy trippy. Yes. And it's the same type of thing. You get this whole like yep yep. It was the same. As soon as I saw that scene, I was like, oh man, this feels just like being back in the saloon, getting drunk, like. I'm tripping on whatever she sprayed me in the face with. Dude, was that like isolated mushroom spores? Like, what did she do with that spray? I don't know, dude. It was crazy.
0: So (laughs) you you brought up something, and I will. I'll try to make this somewhat brief. So, we'll go game-wise first, and then I'll go fun-wise. So, game-wise, that is one thing I think they did really good. They said, okay, people that play this game play this game for different reasons. There's people like to hunt, people like to fish, people like to collect things. Like, that was another avenue you could go. So, you had, like, I think it's like seven or eight different types of person you could kind of roll through as quest online with this. And it was that Naturalist was one. And she yeah. wanted you to, what was her objective, like?
1: She wanted you to not not hunt animals. Right. To stop, like, the hunting and trophy hunting, basically, for animals animals, right. she would give you, well, which is weird because basically if you went down the naturalist path, she would give you all of the maps to where the legendary animals were. So you would end up <laughs> hunting animals anyways. I, I don't quite but, get yeah, it. But yeah. It, I saw that too. She's like,
0: well, I'll tell you about some special animals in the area too. <laughs> well so so that was like the game side that I wanted to you know touch into that for people that haven't played this game. There you don't have to just come in here robbing trains, getting shot no. in the head looking at your map, getting massacred by your son's horse. Like so you don't have to do those things. <laughs> you can do the hunting, do the fishing, which I will say, honestly, story mode, bro. I got lost, like legitimately lost in hunting and fishing. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. This game does it to me so So, well, so, you know, I did a little bit, even in online
1: mode, like, so one of the things for Crips is you've got to keep him stocked up so that he's producing materials, right? And so you can do supply runs. Well, he produces supplies. You, you go do those runs for him. He's, I don't know, but I guess basically making whatever out of the animals' hides and uh, animal fats that you're bringing him, animal meat stuff like that. You are bringing him carcasses; he he produces things from them. So, in knowing that, keeping him supplied, I would get lost hunting. Uh, you know, just like I would in game, like in story mode. You know, I don't know if you know this about me.
0: Uh, I haven't went hunting in a long time, and I I don't mind hunting, but I I have a huge thing about like if I'm not going to keep it, I don't want to do it. It's like when to me it's like window shopping. Oh, no. Yeah. For so sure. if I go if I go fishing, which we've done quite a bit, not not this year, sadly. Uh, it bothers me to throw it back. I want to come home and clean it and eat it. And that's the way I've always been in this game, dude, I'm telling you, man, I just that. It fed that like need to, again, I have to have things for a purpose. Anything on this game, you get a hold of, you shoot a deer, it's carcass can be used. You might skin it, but you can take that body back and your camp can use it. Yep. I mean, I did that on story mode all the time. That was meat for your gang. You know, I love that. That's perfect.
1: Yep. I feel the same way. Like <laughs> yeah, that's one of my big things too. Like uh I I've never been hunting, but I f- do love to fish. Um and yeah, I I hate having to throw fish back even if they like, I mean I get them being being too small. But even when that happens, like when I pull one, that's too small, like not being able to harvest it and keep it. it, That's, and I don't,
0: not everybody's that way, man. I know plenty of people that just fish and throw them right back. I, that's, I don't know. It's some kind of, like I said, man, it's some kind of normal to me, normal, like anti window shopping. I'm not there to look, (laughs) you know what I mean? No, it doesn't do me any justice to just look at these guys. I want to eat them. So, you know, whatever. And maybe that's because we both like to cook and stuff. I don't really know where that comes from. But uh, so are you ready for the big boy? Yeah, I got the I get the mug. The, <laughs> this can is the size of my thigh. <laughs> It is so large that the, you know, like cans have the pop the top, you know, the little opener. It's so big that it makes that look ridiculously inappropriate. It's like small and awkward to how big the goddamn can is.
1: You know what I mean? It looks like
0: a baby spout to
1: drink out of. So I wish you could actually like really see this in my hand because I think it probably looks about the size of a normal can in my hand.
0: (laughs) You know, I know what you're saying. I remember when you brought that hypnotic over and it was like a gift for me. I think I can remember what that was. Is that my birthday or something? Yeah. You're we having that yeah, party and you came around the corner and it was like, oh, I brought a little bottle of hypnotic. And then you got closer. Like, no, that's a big ass bottle of hypnotic. You're just arm and hand was so big. People's like, oh, I thought that was like a little pint. It was a fucking $55 gallon of hypnotic. <laughs> Boy, was that a weird phase I got into of mixing that with squirt? God, we need Polly. Dude, we gotta get a, a episode of Polly for sure coming up, man? I know we have a lot to talk about at the end of this that we have for our future episodes, but when we get past that hill, we gotta get yeah, Polly on one of these for sure. We'll do. Maybe we'll do hypnotic and squirt. No, no I'm just kidding. We'll do a prepackaged one that everybody can get a hold of. For sure, we can do are something you, like that. Are you ready?
1: Oh yeah. This thing looks so massive. <laughs> this can is huge. I do not understand. What is the point of 32 ounces? So you don't have to take home but one or two. I mean, but you could just get more cans.
0: Wow, that's material waste, sir. Honestly, they'd probably fill up gallon milk jugs if you gave it to them. So this
1: looks like an American beer. Dude, that is the lightest one we've poured in years. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, I could see through this.
1: I was going to say, this looks like I just poured a Budweiser in a glass. A Bud Light, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. This is
0: or ultra. Man, I'm looking at an ultra. Like, this is like water. Yeah, this is with this. Maybe it was good to do this one last. We can rehydrate from the other two.
1: (laughs) This is a wheat.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: Dude, that's what I was thinking. It smells like just a just run of the mill beer, dude. I think they're just cracking some uh, some natties in the back and pouring them <laughs> in the big can. <laughs> Dude,
0: so what's funny, I didn't catch this until now. The can says the crowler instead of the growler. Because like, it's a can, not a bottle. I never caught that. Oh, yeah.
1: huh?
0: That makes a lot more sense now. Mm. Nah. That does not taste like a wheat to me. No, it doesn't. That's like, I wonder if they packaged it
1: wrong or picked the wrong one when they filled them. That's what I'm saying. This, this looks... This taste, this, everything to me screams just- A light domestic beer. Right. Just
0: light domestic. I completely agree. I'm not sure that they filled the right one, whoever, when I bought this. Because they have to go fill these much like a growler. And I'm wondering if they pulled on the wrong tap. Because I would. I don't know how you could say this is a wheat. So we might have to just not rate this one really at all and just say this was like the, the wash at the end.
1: Well, I mean, we can rate it for what it is. Yeah, uh, so whatever beer of theirs this is, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely. To, if it is a wheat, it's it's a weird-ass take on a
0: wheat. Just because you pick a spoonful of wheat beer and dump it in a gallon jug of regular beer doesn't make it a wheat beer.
1: No. So, I, I'm like I
0: said, I'm not thinking this is a wheat, man. I think somebody messed up when they filled them. This looks way too light. Looks like an ultra. You know, drinks like an
1: ultra. It's super easy to drink. I'll give them that. So, this looks like they're damn light, to be honest. Yeah. So I'm looking at their um their webpage right now, the damn brewery. And so they've got the uh wilderness to wheat. Um uh the Dilliner Kivo, which is a Pilsner. This doesn't even look like a Pilsner.
0: No, this literally looks like an Al- Mic Ultra. and This is the lightest. This looking looks beer. like the damn
1: damn light. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you should check out their, their site and look at their beer selection. What's their wheat look like? Darker than that? The wheat doesn't really look that much darker to be honest but this honestly it, it it might be their wheat dude this might well, be their wheat
0: that is super shocking if it is because it tastes literally like the lightest beer i've ever drank
1: this might be their wheat dude wow that is crazy i'm looking at it on their web page this might be their wheat it is about that color cuz it is it's really pale i mean it's really clear but it is a little bit more yellow than what their light looks like you know what i'm saying yeah it's clear like you can see through it, but it's more yellow. It's not pale. Huh. Well, so let's get into that. So this damn Dillon Brewery is
0: the oldest of the three, and it pretty much comes from this town of Dillon. It's from what I gathered, they kind of built this dam and created the reservoir, and then the, obviously this place is I capitalized on that, made uh, I was like a restaurant. It didn't become a brewery at first. It actually was a restaurant. So it became a brewery in ninety seven, and I didn't I didn't write down the date it actually originally opened, but I want to say it was in the sixties, maybe. But it so oh, wow. it was this, yeah, but it was just a restaurant. The brewery yeah, came yeah. later, so right. which was in '97. So, you know, like I said, you've got uh, what '96 was the first one, and this one in '97, and then the only new ones, the Outer Range, which I I got to be honest with you, so far that IPA is my favorite.
1: Yeah, uh, the IPA is uh, winning winning the race so far, out for of the sure.
0: Team. And I don't want to tell you right now. I went ahead and wrote down my scores once I had about four or five drinks out of that wheat or what you call a wheat. I'm not. I don't know how you call that a wheat. I'm not trying to be rude. If that is their wheat, that is the lightest beer I've ever
1: had. I don't know how that's a wheat, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know what you call that. Yeah, I I just went ahead and wrote down a score for that one as well. I don't know how you call that a wheat either. Um, uh, Did you happen to bring up their site, though? I didn't Um, actually. um, Okay. But I, I can really quick. No, yeah, I mean, you don't have to, it's not that big of a deal, it, but uh, yeah, I I was just looking at it like, uh, I really would like to get your take on what you really think it is out of their their selections though. It's That's really what's more curious to me than anything, like solving the mystery of what the fuck we're drinking, dude. <laughs> dude I,
0: it is not hard for people to make mistakes and I, you know, no, no. judgment on that. So De- I would not be surprised. I would just like to know what we're rating. <laughs>
1: right. Dude, I agree.
0: So, and I will say this, because I kind of talked about the food at the other two. So, you know, we started with Pug Ryan. And I told you the fish and chips were great. And the, uh, the bird craft was pretty good. And the bird, I will say this, the bird craft was not for everybody. That I could see some people not enjoying that. You know, the buddy I went with, uh, him and his wife, I don't think he enjoyed it a whole lot as much as like Bailey and I did. But then there is just Dylan, damn brewery. Their food, their appetizer was awesome. It was huge. Definitely a good appetizer if you're in with a group of people. We got some nachos. They were awesome. Huge. And then their food was amazing. It's kind of weird. I can actually can't remember. Uh, I think mine was pretty mediocre. I think I got like a Philly or something. But Bailey got this chicken fried chicken stuff from there. Oh, my God, dude. Their food was really good, too. Now, atmosphere-wise, I did enjoy the other two breweries more. Yeah. Than this one, the yeah. look on the inside of this place is cool. You walk in, you, it's, it's a pretty cool visual when you walk into this place, but it just wasn't, um, and maybe I just, you know, situational, maybe I didn't get the, like the best waitress that time or whatever. Cause it didn't feel as, as I would say, friendly maybe as the other two. Yeah. Um, and that was just my
1: take on it. Like so I said, that's food, all, that's all situational. The food was really good. The food was really good. The food maybe outshined the beer.
0: Yeah, actually it kind of maybe- did because we got this brown
1: ale. Um, And my buddy's wife actually bought a six pack before we left. It was okay. Like it was pretty good. I mean, it shows the reason or shows the fact that they've been a restaurant longer than they've been a brewery. Yes.
0: I, I actually, I never thought about that. till you just said that. Yes. After trying their beer, you can, you could probably guess they've been a restaurant a lot longer than they've been a brewery.
1: (laughs) That's interesting. On their website, they've got an extra pale ale. Huh. Which is this like super dark pale ale. You just went to What's on Tap, I take it? Uh, They're flagship beers. No, I went to, yeah, I think it's What's on Tap and then their flagship beers because I figured it was a flagship, is what you got instead of a seasonal. Yeah, I don't even see hmm. McClure's Irish Stout. Now that looks interesting.
0: Yeah, actually, that might, oh man, now that you say that, um, I didn't order the brown ale. Uh, my buddy's wife did. I actually Sweet think George's I might have Brown. Or- Almost every, yeah. And that wasn't bad. That was pretty decent. But everywhere I went, dude, like, you know, I told you about the blueberry stout. I pretty much just tried everybody's stout when I was up there. (laughs) And I think it comes back to, I think that like kind of shoehorns or whatever. I think that ties into the fact that we tried the left-hand nitro and liked it so much. I thought, man, maybe that's just a thing Colorado does up in the mountains they take coffee and they take beer and they make a beautiful stout with it. So I did. I kind of tried stouts everywhere. And one of the breweries, and I'm sad that there's no way to growler this or bring it back. This is So I tried these three breweries, but there's another brewery I tried. I did not bring anything back from. And I'm going to be honest with you. A service called Angry James. They have the best stout, even better than our near and dear left-hand nitro. Uh, they had the best stout I think I've ever had.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was ridiculously nice. good. So that may be a thing, you know. Being up in the mountains, needing something hearty, keep the uh, body fed. uh, (laughs) Well, yeah, because those drinks
0: are like meals in a bottle. Like I told you, 40% blueberry stout. I mean, (laughs) you hope that you eat before you drink that, you know, for sure. Yeah. I'm just saying uh so we I wanted to talk into this um we can kind of get close to wrapping up some of this I but I did you brought up and I know we said we want to talk about the story mode you brought up the natural spray in you in that like little hallucinant state that you go into yeah for anybody that hasn't played Red Dead 2 story mode there is an amazing drunk mission and if I this has been so long ago I think the quest was you're going to cheer up a guy one of the guys in your gang one of the younger guys I think you go to the or he goes there ahead of you or you meet him there or something happens you go to a saloon this is one of the best, most accurate, executed drunk nights in a video game form I've ever witnessed, if probably probably ever. Not that that's like a thing that's common in video games, sir. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. There was nothing more accurate. If you've ever gotten drunk and been in a bar or at a friend's house or whatever, the what would you? The montage of shit you remember. This is so <laughs> accurate. If you ever play the story mode, get to this quest. It made me appreciate the game even more. They kill it. They nailed it with yeah. this scene. Of the the drunken quest scene in the in the bar or the saloon, uh, perfect.
1: Sure. Yeah, that was definitely one of the best quests that they did. Uh, one of the best scenes that they did. It was just kind of this thing that you couldn't control, but you just watched and experienced, and was kind of you were thrown into, taken for a ride and. Uh, <laughs> Left wondering uh, And for some
0: dude, and for some people it probably is like, Oh my god, that's crazy. But for me, I was like, Man, I've had I remember stuff like this happening. (laughs) Like it brought back memories for me, you know.
1: (laughs) I'm sure I don't remember some stuff like that happening. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yes. Like the time you were in my yard and we had to,
0: you know, I I can't say we my my family had to help get you out of the yard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a Red Dead Two saloon night for you, sir. For sure. <laughs> Let's just say we celebrated pretty hard. Um, special
1: effects. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you have anything to touch into that or like music, sound. I mean, it's the same as the game, same or same as story mode. It's it's all there. Uh, the sound is the the music is not overwhelming though. It's there. It's atmospheric. It's enough to draw you in. It's enough to not uh overwhelm whatever's really happening. I mean, I say really, whatever's happening in the wilderness that surrounds you. Like so if you are listening for elk bugles, you can hear that over the music, but that music will still be there as a, a thing to to feel the the emptiness that isn't there. Um, you know, so it's 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 there and it's not it's not uh unenjoyable. It's it just it's kind of there, it's a filler.
0: Yeah, it's not they like probably a star point for sure. For as much as it, the game captivates you, that's probably something that's great, but or good, but it's not, you know, revolutionary or something that stands out a whole lot.
1: No, no. It's not like it's not like you're gonna go buy the soundtrack for this video game. Right. Um,
0: repeatability, it's online. I think that's just something you could continue to play. It, repeatability be how often they
1: come out with patches and updates. I'm curious to see what would end game be like for this. Or is there an end game? That's well, that was my whole thought when well, we things. started playing this. Is there a max level? And if there's a max level, what does that mean? What do you do at max level? Yeah. You think they have raids? I don't know. (laughs) I didn't look into
0: it. What would their raids be like? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah.
1: That's so it's, it's very, uh, that, that, part uh, as a super hardcore MMO nerd, that part really interests me. Like if they could get that part uh, dialed into like the MMO world for rating, like max level stuff like that, yeah, that might be enough to draw me more into this game. I don't know that they really do it. It just, it would be a cool concept for this game.
0: And I think just for sakes, I'm going to say this, uh, I have, this might be a first for us. We have not brought up Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs>
1: You just did, sir. (laughs) That's the whole point. (laughs) We were organically not talking about it. And I thought that, and I went, okay, now I have to say something.
0: (laughs) So... You know, enjoyability, I think without the errors, there's quite a bit there. I think that's definitely a plus for it. Uh, difficulty, I think they nailed it. I don't think it's too easy or too hard, especially for an online game. Yeah. Graphics, we talked about that. Optimization, it's an RPG. To me, it's the but the role you pl- you get to play more of the role that you want. I think they do a good job of letting you be the person you want to be in this game. And that's that comes from getting to be the collector, the naturalist, the hunter, you know, picking that style of game you want to play other than getting shot in the gosh dang head while you're looking at a map. You get to be who <laughs> you want to be in
1: this game. And I think that's really cool. Yeah.
0: Um, Luck versus It does tactic. cost some
1: gold to get that though. Like, let's be clear about that. Everything that you choose to do does cost a little bit of investment to get into. You want to be a collector. If that's the, chip, the path you choose to go down, you want to be a naturalist. If that's the path you choose to go down. All of that costs you. 25 gold bars and you have two options to get those gold bars you buy that with real um fiat currency i mean or or you work your ass off you think they take doga coin or bitcoin
0: Uh, (laughs) i'm just i'm just uh, messing around i doubt it I mean, Dude, I didn't see that. Um, I found some collecting items that told me to go, you know, see the chick or whatever, and I never got up there to do it. I didn't know to continue that quest line you had to have real gold bars.
1: Yeah, like if you want to buy the book from her, it cost $25 twenty five uh, gold bars. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, essentially, I think I was up to like 2 or $3 in gold. Essentially, you could earn your way up and mess around in the game. It'd yeah. be like a later, it'd be like a latter half of the game. Probably, you know, I don't know what level I got to, but it would have probably taken another 10, 10 to
1: 20 hours to get up to that probably on my own. I say, each path costs 25 gold bars to really go down. So um, you have to really work your tail off by completing the quests in game, like your stranger quests or your Alden quests, like your stage coach, coach quests, your uh, conductor quests, things like that. Um, to gain your gold slowly over time, um, your your daily tasks, your daily rewards, things like that to get your gold, or you have to pay real fiat currency. So,
0: so you know, I kind of said something about repeatability for a minute. I, ha- I did notice they do add updates and like patches to this game, like new content. So I think repeatability is there if, say, so you're a fan and you keep playing and you get to the end and you do everything there is to do. This is what I would say about repeatability. If you're that person kind of like someone that plays an MMO and you do everything there is to do and you kind of burn out everything and you're only logging to do some kind of like daily quest or some bs if they're going to add more stuff like they have been then i think it's repeatable repeatable i I think you'll hawk back on and be like oh okay there's a new quest line involving vampires or whatever pops up in this game that they can do you know so i think it's repeatable for sure
1: and my understanding is they do uh expand what you can do like they're just now adding more paths that you can do in the game
0: yeah so that's Um, cool it's
1: it's a new thing that I don't know what it is now, but they've, uh, they're they adding something in now that I, I just saw that that wasn't available before. Since we're late to this game, I don't know what the difference is. Right. Um. But yeah, something just came in recently or is coming in soon that wasn't there before. So yeah, they are adding. And uh, that's the way it's always worked with uh, GTA Online. I expect that would be the same for Red Dead Online. Gotcha.
0: All right. Well, sir, I mean I've got through that glass of beer. I mean, I'm I'm kind of ready to wrap it up. We have some stuff to uh bring up. Uh, there you go. You finished yours like a champ. Right on Yeah.
1: Yeah, I went ahead and uh sucked that one down just for just to say I finished it.
0: <laughs> just to say you finished it. Yeah. Well
1: to finish the glass.
0: Not to so, You didn't do no shit. <laughs> I mean, it's like water though, so I could probably drink it pretty quick. So yeah. here's here's my thing, and there was a, there was another negative besides some of the error codes I didn't really bring up. And it, I think everybody that's ever played this game knows this. It's not new. There's several games that kind of had this issue. and I think it's a lot of because like these big open world games take a lot. I saw this in a few other big games I played. The load times on this game, what be it oh story my God, mode kill or me. right, be it story mode or online. And I know this is. I think I read some articles that like for the new systems and the new games, this is something they really wanted to solve. Like zero load times you know that was like something that was a pretty big task they want to get rid of and I will say this just find a, a chore you need to do <laughs> And no, I'm being, I'm being dead serious about this. No comedy. <laughs> if, so you're like, Hey, I did, I'm going to go play Red Dead online or I'm going to play Red Dead story mode. That's fine. Turn it on and get and hit the, hit the game button. Like you're going to load your character and then go change out the laundry and make yourself a snack and then go ahead and change the oil in your car. <laughs> and then probably go ahead and call your mom that you haven't talked to for a couple of days. And then maybe write down some ideas for future podcasts and then go ahead and go check and see if it's loaded. That's what I would say. Like give yourself a couple things to do because you're going to have time.
1: So when we initially started playing, uh, when I first got back on there after I did my update, which was massive, and then uh, we had all the issues. And I think a lot of the initial issues we were running into were on my side, not yours. I thought that, yeah. They were initially. I restarted my console and after restarting my console, I had none of those problems. And my load times were like right around one minute. Okay. all, All the way through. Even right now, if I go turn it on, it'll be right around about one minute. So I I don't know how long it takes you to do some of that stuff I said, so maybe cut that list in half. Well, no, (laughs) it it does vary. Like, So you have to remember, I'm on an Xbox One X. So that is the one with the internal solid state hard drive where this is that's where that is actually st- uh, installed. So that will load faster than any other console that is on the Xbox One platform. Gotcha. Now if you go to the Xbox uh X or the the new series, the, the new uh generation of console, I would expect that to load faster, faster yeah, than what my, if you go to the Xbox One S, I would expect it to low, sl- load slower than my console. So, given your console, yes, your load times will definitely vary because your hard drive speed varies. Well, sir, like in normal fashion, I don't remember who rated the game last. Well, last time I do remember. Oh, do you? We really? decided. Well, no, last time we decided we're gonna do this one oh, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we're gonna do it so that I always rate the games first, and you rate the beers
0: yes first. i do remember that now that was a long milestone episode 10 so forgive me that i did forget that. <laughs> what are we, i think we recorded for 17 hours it, i know because i just got my load time done on red dead so i could play it right after
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you set up red dead to go and then yeah we rec- i knew better. Started recording yeah, yeah
0: I, you're right i knew better so no okay so here it is you lay it out sir we'll go game first
1: Yeah. Red Dead, it has all of the core features of the story mode that you would love. And the only thing that happens from there is they sprinkle on some stuff for you to not like. (laughs) I mean, if I was to rate the story mode, we would be rating this game probably one of the highest games we've ever rated.
0: I agree 100%. It would be in the nines. I will bet you money if I ever maul over that game, it'll be in the nines.
1: Yeah, I would say it would be nines easily for me as well. Like that that's probably one of my favorite games. I completed that game. It's one of the few games that I have actually forced myself to actually fully complete because I love that game so much. And I was frustrated when I did complete the game because I loved the game so much and I had nothing more to do. That's why online was born. (laughs) But here's the downside. Now you have online, right? Online is everything that you can do in story mode, but gimped. It is not the same. It is a version of it done a little bit worse turned down just a little bit. It's almost there, but it's not quite. If you wanna do only the adventure stuff, only the solo stuff, you're pretty close. You're right back up to like the probably eight ranges. If you're only doing solo stuff, like the hunting, fishing, I'm just doing this on my own, me by myself, and I never encounter another single person. Now I'm going to throw another person in the mix. Okay. Now, it, now am I going to have to deal with, I'm going to encounter the other person in the mix and they're a person I want to play with. Now we start having issues, getting them loaded into the game. Now we have start having problems too. So, so there's just a lot of things to really take into account. Like for what this is really meant to be, it's supposed to be an online game. So I can't just base it on, was this everything that story was? This is everything that online is. So it is everything that online is. It's not quite living up to everything that story was to me. It's a pale shade of it. Yeah. In my opinion, it's really it's really hard to play with your friends, or at least from what we experienced. I I'd never, I didn't try to get Aiden to play with me. Um, I think Aiden's got it installed in his Xbox. I didn't try to get him to play it with me. Um, that would have been a really good test because we're in the same house. Right. So. You would think that there would be zero internet interference with anything for us, but uh, you know that would have been a really good test of what the the system can do. But you know, I shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't have to live in the same house as somebody to be able to play with them. Right. The intention is that I have a friend that lives you know sixty miles away that I want to be able to play with. You know, that's the intent. So I have to rate this game at a, just a flat seven. I wrote that down a few minutes ago when I was really thinking about this. I, I think it's really it has a. Lot of the core things that are there, I don't think you get. You have to be. Tra- in fact, like I said, I didn't notice any of the microtransaction payment stuff, and I may have just had blinders on because yeah. I was going in to do a task, and it was just to do what I wanted to do. But I honestly didn't see any of that crap. The only thing I saw was like my rewards to go do my stuff, and I would get my rewards. But I never saw like a purchase to do anything other than like my gold. But I could see that I could earn my gold through doing quests. Doing quests was slow to get that gold. And so, you know, I could see how it would take a long time to get anywhere I wanted to go other than by purchasing, which I knew was an option. But I, that never really deters me from just grinding it out. So, I would just grind it out in that right. case. So a flat seven.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to call it a flat seven. And wow, I get to take one of your, I get to coin one of your phrases, Or I'm the down note in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I am actually, not by much, by a, literally a hair. And I did the same thing. I, I've been trying to do better about writing our stuff down before we hear each other score that way. I feel like it won't sway. And I don't think we ever intentionally yeah. do it. You know, I just think that can happen. So to avoid that, sure. I've been writing stuff down ahead of time. And I actually came in at a 6.9 on this. And the reason I did is because, like you said, so everybody's had that big open world game when we were younger, you know, it's our generation. And oh, we loved it. And the next step was, I want to play with my friend in the same world. Yes. So this I thought at first glance, I thought this is gonna be it. We both enjoyed this. And I want to say we're like, this isn't our forte exactly. This isn't dragons and like badass nerd shit, you know, and tanking and spell casting and stuff. But I but we both fell in love with this game.
1: Yeah. hundred you know? percent
0: I mean, I've, I've watched more Westerns because of this goddamn game than anything else in my life.
1: Like I remember it, the first time we, we I even looked at this game was at your house. I came over, we watched Hateful Eight, and then you showed me this game and made me play through the- First scene, like the initial playthrough you of this game. In. Yes, I remember it. Dude. Yeah, yeah, dude,
0: exactly. And so, you know, like you, you kind of brought up that this does not, and I will say this, it has potential. That's, and that's a good thing. That is a very good thing to have potential, but they are not meeting it, in my opinion. No. So, you, the storyline killed it. And, you know, everybody says, it's a banger. You know, that's like the new thing. <laughs> everybody's saying, it's a banger. It, story, Red Dead 2 a fucking banger. That game is, it's like The Witcher 3. It's It's just one of these games that really, captivates you, gets you into the feeling. I mean, fuck, they goddamn, they got a Netflix series about The Witcher now. I wouldn't be shocked if they made a Red Dead spinoff on Netflix because this <laughs> shit just sucks you in so well. It's called Hateful Eight. They did do that, actually. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs>
1: you know, it just
0: like sucks you into this world. And I'm not saying that there are a ton of negatives, but what brought this down to me to a 6.9 was what you said, was I can't just jump in with my friend flawlessly. Now, Z, for some reason, could jump in my game and lasso me off my horse and that worked pretty smooth. But you said you'd come across random people dude I never did and I know that that's a hiccup on my end and with that kind of problem and they're not really like I said there's the fluidity between story mode and online if they're going to pull that like they did you told me they did that with uh, you know Grand Theft Auto they got to have more people working on merging those two things melding them together to where it's just fluid yeah like I said if they had attacked this Red Dead 2 didn't exist and they said we're going to make this western game online and call it Red Dead Online I think it would be more fluid yeah then that's just my opinion I don't know the fact on that. So 6.9 is what I got. Cool.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair.
0: And I will take it from there on the on the beer. And I am going to bullet shoot these because again, we put all these three into one episode because we knew it'd be a lot to... I didn't want to waste a month and a half of our time on all of these beers. Not that they don't deserve it. Just guys, there's a lot of craft beer out there in the world. These all came from generally the same location within like a five or six mile radius of each other. And so we put them together. So I'm just going to tell you from my tasting what I like. And I will go worst to best. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to go... and. I won't get super big into the details. I'll say something brief of why it got there. Dunkel was a 5.6 simply because nothing about that stood out. That was so, it was drinkable, which got it over a five, but it was so mellow. 5.6. There just wasn't a lot there to to remember. I would like to try it there fresh and maybe see if that changes anything. The wheat came in at a dead six because I'm not even sure that's a wheat. And it only got a six because you could drink the living crap out of that because it's not far off from water. In the beer world, they give you that big a can because they know that that's what it's going to take. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? For sure. Uh, and then this is the IPA and I almost would make this higher. I'm not even sure I'm dead set on this, but I wrote this down and I just want to stick with it. 8.0 on the IPA. Yeah. Outer ranges in the Glades IPA, 8.0 straight across. That is a. I have a one more can left. Yeah. That is a damn good beer. I think that is
1: awesome. All and right. that's my
0: ratings on the beer. So just to repeat real quick, 5.6 on the Dunkel, 6.0 on the wheat, 8.0 on the
1: IPA. Um, I'm a little bit different than you. I have it a little bit different because I'll, I'll do it the same way. Um, we'll start with my, my lowest, uh, is the big fucking can. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> is the, the, whatever the fuck it is, maybe wheat. Um, <laughs> cause I don't think it's a wheat. I think it's a white. I'm not sold that it's a wheat either, sir. I, I call that a flat five. Um, because I think it is just fucking water. I think you're yeah. drinking water and in fact i poured myself another glass cuz i think i'm drinking water um, hydrate it up buddy so yeah uh i just went to rated that at 5 cuz i honestly don't think that's anything it's meh i've had better regular light beers from you know just machine brewers but whatever it is what it is uh next up on the list we have uh the dunkel uh and i had that at a actual i put that at 6.2 now the reason okay. i put that at 6.2 is because Um, I can actually see where they're going. I think it was just a failure in their canning process. I get that. I think if they had a little bit more carbonation in there, it would probably would have popped a bit more, the flavors. Um, I can see where they're going with it. I don't think it was a terrible beer. So it was just a little bit higher than when you put it at 5.6. So 6.2, not, not tons higher. But I think if they would have canned it better, that's probably where it probably should have been. Um, I think being a small-time brewer and their canning process is not great, it just failed. Um, so carbonation's lost.
0: Before you say your IPA score, that kind of makes me wonder about the outdated maybe um, on, the, on the machine side, because from just hearing your first two and knowing my three, the newest brewery has the best tasting beer. And they're newer by a lot. I mean, we're talking- 2016, yeah, right? Yeah, they're so, only four years old,
1: so that makes right. them like twenty years younger than about a, the other two, 19 to twenty. Well, I mean, so, it also depends on where they got their machines from, right? And just because they're twenty sixteen doesn't mean that their machines are twenty sixteen, right? That's true. They I mean, may have resal, they may have salvaged their machines if you from saw the place Though
0: I don't know, they look like some money got pushed into that place.
1: Yeah, I mean, because they were the place that was like hipster esque, right?
0: Yes, and I was trying to avoid that word. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but it was kind of hipster-esque. it is what it is, dude. Right, Call it as you see it. <laughs> he, he, (laughs) Well, I'm trying to be the good guy and not massacre people in this town where everybody can see me. (laughs) So. <laughs> so yeah yes it was very hipster-esque like the whole bird craft the coffee shop yes it was and I, i'm not opposed to that because they
1: created a really good item yeah you no, know it, so it is what it, it was is. definitely the best beer yes it was definitely the best beer um I hear your and written, i'll sir. even say that and like i said i'm not an ipa fan my score is going to reflect that i'm not as much of an ipa fan you know i i put it at 7.4 i, I don't think i like ipas as much wow, as we're you like did. six
0: points in spectrum on both
1: yeah that's so kind of crazy right on I, I think i like the Dunkel a little bit more in the IPA. IPA a little bit less, um, but the IPA, like I said, the IPA definitely was by far the best beer that we had of the three from Colorado for yeah. sure. And I want to make this known too. There's about
0: 554,000 breweries in Colorado, so. <laughs> I, you know, I went to four, I brought home beer from three. I mean, it's, it's crazy how much is out there and it's a great time for, so for anybody, you know, shout out, I'm not being endorsed by Colorado or anything like that of the state of Colorado, (laughs) but I will say this great time for anybody that's not been there. Check it out. If you get a chance, the mountains, everything, it is a cool atmosphere. I will say that is a very
1: cool atmosphere. Again, it's just our call to action for you guys to get out there and do something like go out and see your local brewers. Or if you have a chance to travel and go see brewers that you may have never seen, before like I have opportunities sometimes to travel for work and go to uh, brewers that are not local to me, but are where, you know, places that I get to travel to. So I I will sometimes go see them. That's one of the things I like to do. If I have to travel for work, I will definitely go do that. I will take time that uh, I have available to me to go and visit a brewery uh, up where I get to go travel. That's awesome. That's one of the things that I think is a giant benefit. So if you have something like that, you get to go move around, you get to go travel Go show support for local brewers. That was the point of this whole episode, I think. Yeah, and
0: dude, I know that it gets beat down everybody's uh, throat about whole like, you know, support local, support local. But in all honesty, give it a chance. Like, you know, if you're going to spend some money anyways, I know you got what you – you know, people like what they like and that's fine. But just give some stuff some chances, whether it's your local diner, you know, whatever it may be. I mean, that's a – that's a big difference in your community, and it's hard to notice on a small scale. But like enough people with that mentality, it does make a difference.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: So, I mean, I've I've only experienced it in, in seeing like uh, Saint Joseph's River Bluff blow up, you know. And now they're actually spreading to your area, sir. I don't know if I told you that, but they actually opened a location in Kansas City because they've gotten so popular here. I and mean, they've done great.
1: Awesome. And it's Can't mostly in.
0: yeah, dude, it's it's dad. Yeah, you got to try their gold line, but we won't get into that. So, so we, there's our ratings, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if there's anything we missed out on, on feel free to comment, private message, whatever you want to do, you know, just get a hold of us, contact us, like, subscribe, that whole spiel.
1: Stop by the Instagram, drop (laughs) us a line.
0: Yeah. And I know everybody's sick of hearing that stuff too. So I apologize if that's getting, you know, old too, but it it does help us out a ton. And we like to hear back from you guys. It is a, this is why we do this. And it, it, it is a super rewarding to hear anybody that says, Hey, I listened to it. It sounds great. Like we like what you're saying, you know, we, or they'll have feedback. Like you sound like an idiot. Like any of that stuff, I'll take it. Like I don't mind it at all. Yeah. We want to know where we, get better with that being said i also want to say uh thank you to jeremy lance uh I ran into this kid a few times pretty cool guy uh feedback private message me tonight just said hey that was the best episode you've done so far on the one that came out uh anything like that it's super awesome just to know they enjoyed it and you know if we can do something better or something you want to hear about feel free drop us a line let us know oh we'll and try. z dude, i gotta do a shout out to z <laughs> my little z man thank you for joining my game without even talking to me about it and last on me off my horse and letting your horse murder me thank you z <laughs> Uh, that was hilarious. I died laughing. And anytime I get to play with one of my kids, dude, that's awesome. Like, you know, we do everything, act, outdoor activities, indoor activities, whatever. But when he's at his mom's and he gets a chance and he's on a video game, I have no problem if I've got time to play with him. I love it. So this is one of those things online games produce that's a positive. You know, being away from your kids, if you're divorced, whatever, or just your friends, like you and I have a distance. That's why we kind of look for this stuff. You know, we want to be able to connect and play miles apart. You undershot it. I think you said 60 miles. I think we're like 487 miles apart (laughs) but whatever man whatever sometimes dude whatever you want to call it man (laughs) all right sir so so uh, would next time yeah do you want to take that off for the next time go ahead
1: yeah next time on the monologues we have bell's flamingo fruit fight and we are ending the summer in style with assassin's creed odyssey going out with a bang
0: yeah a banger
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love that that's hilarious
0: uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i want to do a shout out to for um guys we have a big we, i think we i think it's easy to say our households kind of
1: enjoy halloween quite a bit dude 100 I mean, percent. like how ha- halloween is everything in my house like right. you don't even understand halloween like the level it reaches in my household i think they will if they get on our web page and see the picture
0: that you have posted on your makeup work oh yeah Dude, you're yeah. a Halloween guy. And guess what? This cat right here proposed at a Halloween party because my wife's a huge Halloween fan. <laughs> that might have been the same time you died in the yard. I'm not sure. But <laughs> but regardless, yeah. So I'm going to talk about this for a minute. You want, can I take away on this one? Go for it, dude. I'm gonna, you're going to do the third part. I'll leave that to you. All right. All right. So guys, we have a three-part series we're kind of doing um, for the release of October for Halloween. And we're going to start with, we're going to kick it off with and actually an episode. One of my wife's friends. um, he kind of said this beer that he likes is a Bat Squatch IPA, uh, and I'll break when the episode comes. We'll break more into that, but so we're gonna do a Bat Squatch IPA uh in a game called Hellblade, and I might be saying this wrong. Sinua's sacrifice uh, is how we're gonna kick off October, and then in the, halfway through October, on our next, that our. Second part of the three-part series drops is going to be uh, Inger Oktoberfest, which I think is an import. I'm, I have to look into that. I'm pretty sure it's a pretty big-time import. And Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, I believe is the name of that one. And then the part three, sir, so I'll leave for you what we're going to do with that.
1: All right. And so part three, which will be coming out on Halloween. So we will be having Ichabod's Pumpkin Ale. And on our Facebook page, we're going to launch a poll for you to get involved. Let us know. We're going to have a selection between three different games. We're going to have a choice between The Medium, Alien Isolation, and Little Nightmares 2. So three different games. Let us know which one we should pick as our capper that comes out for the finale of our Halloween bash absolutely and
0: guys if you haven't if you don't know what these games are just google them check them out because i'm looking at them i'm scared shitless (laughs) baby's gonna have to play these with me uh for sure um so yeah check them out and just do a shout out i'll probably throw instagram up as well and i'll just kind of tally the votes wherever they come in at and see what is the most chosen game for us to end the october season on the halloween finale
1: yeah so join us man get a get a get your voice heard let let us know what you want to hear on our halloween uh, episode dude you know what's funny about
0: that is i'm gonna have to try to figure out on those crazy episodes how to work in zelda breath of the wild (laughs) 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 Uh, once again working it in can't go an episode without it so if you like drinking and you like gaming join us next time on the monologues